Hi, my name is Linda Yangwesa. Welcome to another episode of I'm Trying, I Promise. This is episode four, and I'm just going to give a slight sorry in advance an apology. Um, if you hear my voice, I sound ridiculous because I thought I had a cold, but what it is is sinusitis. I might have to get my sinuses drained, and if you've done that before, it's real fun. I cannot wait. It is my favorite thing to do. But <laughs> other than that, I'm sorry. Well, not really. So let's jump into the question. Life is hard, so why not take a minute, maybe 20, and just talk with me? Let's figure it out together. My name's Linda Young so welcome to another episode of I'm Trying, I Promise. And today we're asking an important question. I'm sorry, but are you really? Are you? Here's the thing. Let's talk about apologies because we've all had to do one. We've all had to receive one. We've all had to sit back and cringe while somebody else apologized. We've all watched an apology video. We've all kind of dealt with stories in our life. So let's talk about them and the psychology behind them because here's my hot take. <laughs> I am the kind of person and I think human beings in general are this um, just this complex person who has different relationships with the word sorry. So first of all, I say sorry too much. I have become those women who say sorry too much. I say sorry when it's not my fault. I bump into a chair and I say sorry. And then I also have a problem in my personal relationship saying sorry. Oh my God, shoot me first. I would rather die. You know, that kind of thing that takes you to therapy. And thirdly, I used to be the person who thought saying sorry professionally meant I was taking accountability and that it only just left me looking dumb. So let's jump into it. Why is sorry so damn hard to say? So there's an ongoing joke that everyone's done. It's like, sorry is the hardest word, which is technically true. So research on conflict management suggests that an apology is one of the most powerful tools that transgressors can use to resolve an offense, both in their eyes and in the eyes of their victims, okay? So a psychological scientist named Karina Schumann actually did a study um, in the current direction of psychological science where she stated, apologies help victims feel validated, improve victims' evaluation of their transgressors, dec decrease victims' aggression towards their transgressors and increase victims' empathy and willingness to forgive their transgressors, okay? So apologies are important. And I'm talking about apologies from everyone, somebody who's harmed you, a parent, a child. It is important, right? <laughs> and a lot of us kind of never grew up hearing sorry. I don't know about you, but like, uh, maybe it's an African parent thing. <laughs> but I don't think to this date, I am 33 years old. I don't think I've ever heard my father tell me I'm sorry unless he like bumped into me. You know, it was a physical like, sorry, oh, oops. But like he did something wrong and is taking accountability for it. No, no, no. A parent's apology from the time I grew up was that they won't bring it up again. That means they know they were wrong and now that's over. Leave it alone. Don't be that person who asks for an apology. But also in relationships, I've been the kind of person I am, um, I don't know if you can tell. I know I'm really subtle. I don't kind of put it out there, but I am a very overdramatic person. I will zero to 100 anything, like leave it up to me. My sister and my husband are in cahoots, always joking about that I breathe really heavily with my nose when I'm at, <sighs> and I do that, but like, when I know I'm sorry, I'm the kind of person who like, in my personal relationships, if I am too deep into it and I've started an argument fully knowing I am wrong, it'll take me so long to double back and say sorry because now I'm in it, okay? Now I'm sold on the idea that I gotta sell my lie to the death, okay? I will tell you the sky is yellow and I said it and I will come up with research and I will lie about numbers and statistics until you say the sky is yellow before you catch me apologizing. But... I'm trying to learn from my mistakes and I don't know if you're like me. So let's learn together. 
Now there's top 12 that haven't characterized, top 12 fake apologies out there that don't actually characterize a real apology. So if you've ever heard this kind of apology, if you've ever given this kind of apology, you're full of crap. Yeah, I'm saying it. I'm calling you out. You're full of crap. Number one fake apology has got to be, I'm sorry if. An example, I'm sorry if what I did made you feel wrong, but like, okay. So this is a conditional apology, okay? It's not a full apology. It suggests that something might have happened, but that's on your interpretation. Not that I'm saying I'm sorry, not that I'm saying I did something wrong, but like, if you feel that way, I'm sorry if, okay? And then there's of course a gem. I'm sorry that you, okay? An example, I'm sorry that you felt that when I said that you were full of crap, you took it the wrong way. <laughs> this is a blame shifting apology. It's not an apology at all, rather, it puts the blame squarely on the person being apologized to. So if your boyfriend says that, I'm sorry that you felt jealous when I kissed that other girl, he's not apologizing for kissing her. He's apologizing that you felt that way. That's on you, man. <laughs> now, the next fake ass apology. I'm sorry, but this is where I fall victim. I am the I'm sorry, but person. Yep, I know, stop talking about my butt, but I am the butt person. I'm sorry, but. This one is an excuse-making apology. It does nothing to heal any wounds that have been caused. I'll give you an example. This one might be a direct quote from my personal life. I'm sorry, but like, you are overreacting and you're taking it out of context and I was just trying to tell you what I think and I was just making a joke. I'm sorry, but like, you have to kind of, you know, take things a little lightly. Yeah, not an apology. I see why I don't have friends. Next apology that's not an apology. I was just, you know, the one justifying your apology. It seeks to argue that hurtful behavior was okay because it was harmless and for a good cause, of course, always and forever. An example, I was just kidding. I was just trying to help you out. You know, like I didn't think like I was talking about you. I was just in this conversation and it happened. But like, girl, why did they feel comfortable talking to you about me? I was just is not an apology. And then the next one that closely ties to I was just, I have already. This is called, according to psychology, the deja vu apology. I've already apologized about my past traumas so many times, why should I have to fix them? I'll just be an asshole and I'll keep apologizing for it because I have already. Can we move on? This is implying that there is nothing left to apologize for. You've been there, done that, stop asking me to. And of course, I regret. This one kind of sounds like it's an apology. It sounds sincere, right? But it's sidestepping an apology and it's equating regret with apologizing. And let me tell you, man, regret is not an apology. <laughs> there is no ownership in regret. I regret that I did that. I regret that you felt bad when I said, your ass ain't fat, don't shake it, okay? That's not an apology. <laughs> and then there's, I know I, this one is whitewashing an apology. It is an effort to minimize what happened without owning any hurtful effects to others. I know I shouldn't have done that. I know probably I should have asked you first and I know I can sometimes kind of, you know, bully you into doing exactly what I want, but like, you know, things happen. And then of course, you know I. <laughs> This one is nothing to apologize for apology. It tries to talk you out of your feelings that you feel shitty about what somebody has done by making it seem like, you know, I'm a good person. You know, I would never do that to you. You know, I would never purposely hurt you. It's not an apology. It's a, 
you know there's nothing to apologize for, don't ask me to. And of course, I'll apologize if. This is conditional. It's a pay-to-play apology. Yup. It's a download first and then get a free something. It is not a clean, freely offered apology. Rather, you have to pay to get it. I'll only apologize if you apologize first because honestly, I only said those things because I was defending myself after you made it seem like I had to. Then of course, there's the, I guess I, this is a phantom apology. It is the ghost apology. It is the little kid in a scary movie who appears and disappears before you really get to process what the heck just happened. This one hints at the need for an apology, but never actually gives one. I mean, I guess I owe you an apology for how I behaved that one time we went out and I said I'd be, you know, the designated adult and I got really drunk. I should apologize. I owe you an apology. And then there's the apology that's not really an apology. It's more like a chain of broken telephone. This one is, Nani told me to apologize. As in, that person said I should apologize. This is not my apology apology. This person is trying to say that they are apologizing only because someone else suggested it. And this implies that if somebody else hadn't called them out, they would never think to apologize to you. They do not value the fact that they hurt you. Mom said I should apologize to you because I stole your stuff. It's not an apology. That's a, I'm doing it to save face with the other person. I don't really care about you. And of course, number 12, the final not apology apology. Fine, I'm sorry, okay? Jesus. This is a bullying apology. It corners you either with their words or their actions or their body language, and it's given grudgingly. It doesn't even feel like an apology. It is low-key a threat. Okay, enough already. Shut up. I'm sorry for Christ's sake. Jesus, all right? It's not an apology. That's a string of words that says, don't at me again or I will throw hands. So then, okay, Linda, you said a lot about it, but like, sorry, not sorry. How do I say sorry then? A true apology, by contrast, has more characteristics that actually seek to empathize and to listen. A real apology is offered without conditions or minimizing what was done. It conveys that the person apologizing understands and cares about the hurt person's experience and feelings, and it conveys actual genuine remorse. It offers a commitment to avoid repeating the hurtful behavior. It offers to make amends or provide restitution if appropriate. I'm sorry I didn't show up when I said I would. I know that I said I'd be there at 9 o'clock and I showed up at 10.30 and acted like, hey man, I do African timing and it's on you to not understand that. And I understand that it hurts you because you value your time and if I am a true friend, I should value your time too. From now on, if I say 9 o'clock, I will be here at 9 o'clock. And if I'm not able to do this, feel free to call me out on it because I am working on it. According to a therapist and author, Harriet Lerner, I'm gonna butcher it. Um, <laughs> she said that listening is the key to a good apology. Actually understanding what it is you're apologizing for. Actually listening to the person's point of view and how it affected them means that you care enough and your apology carries weight and that you are planning to change or rectify the behavior so that it doesn't happen again. So why do people fake apologize anyway? I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm good at apologizing, not apologizing. So why do we all do it? Including people who are like, I'm a nice person, I'm genuine. The truth is people may not believe that they did anything wrong and they're just doing it to keep the peace. They may also feel embarrassed and just want to avoid those feelings because like, I don't like seeing you ugly cry. And also there's that shame of being unwilling to be confronted by your emotions. But it's also known by this psychologist, Lerner, 
whatever her name is, sorry, that people who consistently fail to apologize may like empathy and have a low self-esteem or personality disorder. So you are standing on this hill and willing to die for the fact that you are always right, even when you know you're not. And you're walking this like <laughs> ridiculous tightrope that you created for yourself that teeters between defensiveness and low self-esteem. You do not want to fall because then people will call you out and see who you truly are. So I'm calling you out. If you find yourself not apologizing, apologizing, sorry, not sorrying, you got to work on you because that says, first of all, everything is defense mode for you, which means you were probably brought up in a place where you felt like you have to be in defensive mode 24 seven, or you just have low self-esteem and you want to seem like the person who's always right in the room because if you're not, then people might see right through you. And man, being a grown up sucks because you have to deal with your past traumas to even just have a daily interaction with somebody on the street because your trauma's showing, man. If you are out here being a dick all the time and not being able to say sorry, it's a you problem. And I'm gonna talk about your butt again. I'm sorry, but you need to get help. But then also, there's the confusing other side of sorry. Apologizing is great. If it's genuine in your loving relationships and relationships that you actually wanna keep, that you actually wanna grow, it is important to say sorry. And I mean this with everyone. I know for me, <laughs> it's always been weird because when I had my child, I told myself that I was gonna be a parent who apologizes if I do something wrong, okay? Especially if she explains her side of view and I realize I was wrong, I'm gonna say sorry because I never heard anyone say sorry to me that was <laughs> one of the people who spawned me. It was just not a thing I heard. I think even now at my big age, my parents would literally rather be six feet under, buried alive before they said sorry. I remember the first time my mom watched me apologize to my child and she didn't say anything because she's trying to be, you know, she's trying to be those moms who are like, I understand, I'm a cool grandma. But she side-eyed me. I knew she was going to sidebar me and be like, hey girl, what was that? Do not show weakness. But apologizing isn't showing weakness, it's showing human. I think that the idea that like your parent is this like demigod is damaging. And then it becomes a situation where like most of us, we say it like it's a good thing. Like I became friends with my mom or my dad when I grew up. That's messed up. You should be able to have like a base friendship. I don't mean like try to be your kid's friend. <laughs> That's a whole different thing. But I mean apologizing to your child when you've done something wrong, when you've overreacted, when you've punished them harsher than they needed to be punished means that you're showing them even I make mistakes and I'd rather talk it out and I'd rather have a discourse so that you always feel like you can come to me with everything. So it's a work in progress for me. I mean, my kid is five years old, so I'm not about to write like the winner's guide to raising someone because I don't know. I don't know. I think also saying sorry to her has kind of raised her confidence. I see my kid like... <laughs> testing out the waters a lot. You know those like threatening threatening looks that you get from a school bully just to see how far they can push you? My child is five and already doing it. 15, I might not be here. I might be in prison. So don't quote me for parenting advice just yet. Unless later in life, she's like the next president. I want you to quote me. I want you to say that it was parenting that did this. Now, when it comes to apologizing, there's the other side. There's a saying too much, I'm sorry, and that kind of makes you look bad, okay? Research says that it makes other people think less of you and you should stop saying I'm sorry. So it's like, Linda, why did I just waste all that time listening to you telling me how to say sorry? I'll tell you the times when it's appropriate and when it's absolutely not. If you love somebody, you're trying to mend that relationship, you're trying to keep that relationship, or you have to because 
you live in the same house, you work in the same place, you gotta just like be around each other. Say I'm sorry, say it freely, and dish it out like candy on Halloween. But stop saying I'm sorry if there's a condition. According to a 2015 poll from a research firm, YouGov, they approximated that 25 people were surveyed and they just said I'm sorry all the time. If they sneezed, they stood on someone's way, or they corrected someone who was wrong even though they knew they were right, they apologized first. Especially for women who apologize for existing. And it's ingrained in us. I'm sorry to cut you short, but like, you completely ruined this presentation by saying the complete wrong thing. Or I'm sorry because I sneezed, which is a human reaction except for COVID. Like COVID has ruined sneezing in public, but you know what I I mean, if you apologize for sneezing, it's not in your control. What are you apologizing for? So why shouldn't you say, I'm sorry? In a book, The Power of an Apology, a psychotherapist named Beverly Engel says that over-apologizing isn't so different from over-complimenting. Because guess what? People actually lose respect for you. You may think you're displaying yourself as like a nice, caring person. But the truth is you're actually sending out a signal that you lack confidence and you're ineffectual. And if you're apologizing all the time, especially professionally, you're giving a certain kind of person the permission to treat you poorly, even abuse you because they know that you'll take the blame for it and you'll apologize before anything is ever resolved. So they won't have to actually take accountability. And also number two, it lessens the impact of future apologies. Let's be honest. If you're like me and you're sorrying to everything, including the table that very clearly targeted your toe, nobody cares from here on out. You sing sorry all the time, doesn't feel like a sorry anymore. It just feels like a word you put out like um, if, uh, in between your words. It doesn't mean anything. It carries less weight. Let's be honest, when I hear myself saying sorry all the time and my husband calling me out all the time and people I love saying like, why are you sorry? I realized that it's annoying. We've all been around that person who's constantly apologizing, right? And in the beginning, it's like, they're so nice. But after that, it's like, I'm exhausted and irritated by your need for everyone to like you. A study actually published in the Journal of Frontiers of Psychology found that saying I'm sorry when intentionally rejecting someone, like canceling plans or breaking up with someone, can cause the other person to feel worse or that they have to forgive the rejecter before they're ready. So I'm sorry, I know I was supposed to meet you like right now, but I just can't make it. Don't say I'm sorry, just say I can't make it. Man, stuff came up. If you're breaking up with somebody, don't say sorry. <laughs> don't say sorry, because that makes me feel like you're the real victim and I have to forgive you. But in truth, I am a catch. You would be so lucky, sir. <laughs> You know? Now before you can actually lower your self-esteem. The European Journal of Social Psychology found that choosing not to apologize may have psychological benefits, and researchers found the participants who refused to express remorse showed signs of greater self-esteem and increased feelings of power and integrity. So this one is super important, especially at work. Um, especially in in a place where you feel like this person is trying to corner you into an apology that you don't feel like you have to give. So what do you do? You turn it, you thank them. And I'll tell you about flipping the script in a bit because you know I did research on that too. So you've got to monitor your apologies. Give them freely when you know you're wrong and give them without caveats. Give them without ifs, ands, or buts. Just do it. But also don't apologize just to fill the silence. If you're uncomfortable, hum a song. Just be the weirdo who sings random things when you're uncomfortable. Don't apologize. 
So you have to learn how to be self-aware. The first step is to access your own behaviors and tendencies and ask yourself, like, why am I really apologizing way too much for this? Why am I always the person in the room saying sorry? Actually pinpointing this is going to help you rectify that um, behavior about yourself pretty immediately. Or you're going to be very conscious about how many times you say I'm sorry and why, and you're going to be able to start fixing it. Also, Know what you should and shouldn't apologize for. There's the trivial stuff, the stuff that like, why are you sorry? But if you are really at fault, own it. Be honest about it. Admit you're wrong and hope that it strengthens that relationship and shows your emotional intelligence. And if it doesn't strengthen that relationship, it's fine. You apologized and you were genuine, now let it go. My favorite one, flip the script. This one to me was super important in my career because I always felt like I was apologizing for things and then it became my fault. You know, I'm sorry I didn't do it, but it was never really in my contract. Why am I apologizing for doing your job? And then very soon I get criticism for not doing your job and then it shows on my appraisal that I didn't do this thing that's not really my job, but I apologize for it so I take ownership of it and now here we are doing three people's job on one person's salary. So flipping the script actually takes Discipline. And it's a beautiful thing when you're able to harness this power inside you. For instance, if, let's say you send out an email and somebody catches a spelling error, somebody catches a date error, somebody catches an error that you made, that's not like the end of the world. We're not doing brain surgery. That one apologize for, but like, it's, it's a sales pitch. You know, chill. Don't say, oh, I'm so sorry I did that. I'll fix it. No. Thank the person. This one catches them off guard. Thank them. Thank you for your input. Oh my God, thank you for pointing that out to me. That is so important that um, I'll try to rectify it as quickly as possible. Or if somebody's like impatient with you and trying to like get you out of their way, just be like, hey man, let me get out of your way. Have a good day. Don't apologize for things that aren't apology worthy. Dish out your apologies like the way your employer dishes out raises. There are many steps you must jump, many loops you must jump over, and many death-defying stupid career moves you must make before they give you just enough to hopefully afford to pay your own taxes. Also, no, just get comfortable with saying no. Saying no is awkward and everybody tells you that and for some reason it sits in your stomach in your 30s where you're like, no, and it feels good to just be like, no. Saying no can be a very effective way to protect your time. If you're swamped at work with family with just existential dread and you want to sit in bed, protect your time, protect your space, protect your peace, and say no. You don't need to say, I'm sorry I'm not able to chip in right now, I'm sorry I'm not able to participate like I used to, I'm sorry I'm not, no. Just say no. It can be a polite no, I'm sorry. No, I shouldn't say I'm sorry. It's, I can't make it. Next time maybe. So what's the conclusion? Because I've said sorry a lot and I want you to say sorry, but also don't say sorry. So, okay, Linda, what are we doing here? It's a mix of both. Say sorry when you need to. Be sorry when you need to. Don't give excuses for your sorry. Listen to the person you're apologizing to. Understand where the hurt came from. And if you can rectify it, do. Don't say sorry if it's something that's beyond your control. Don't say sorry you're short. You can't fix it. I've tried, you can't. But also, because everything is a power play when you're working, don't say sorry if they're trying to catch you on something. <laughs> Flip the script. Thank you for catching that. That was so kind of you. Thank you for catching that you could hear in the background a child screaming. I'll be sure to duct tape their mouth next time. <laughs> and do the white people laugh. It always helps. For some reason, when you flip the script and you do it in your white lady voice, <laughs> sign sealed delivered. Oh my gosh, that was so kind of you to catch that. <laughs> I will be sure to make sure it doesn't happen again. I'm so glad for your input. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. 
So sorry is multifaceted. There's no real way to say sorry. There's no fake way to say sorry. You just have to find a happy medium that keeps you sane. And also protect your peace, protect your space, protect your bliss, and choose ease. It shouldn't be so difficult. If it feels like you were about to die from apologizing, ask yourself, what is making me feel this way? Or secondly, is it me? Am I the drama? You know that clip on TikTok. Just say sorry when you need to. Don't say sorry when you don't. That wraps up this episode of I'm Trying, I Promise. My name is Linda Yangueso. If you'd like to talk to me or you want us to talk about anything, make sure to reach out to me on any social media platform. It's Linda Yangueso or That Chick Linda. That's L-Y-N-D-A-N-Y-A-N-G-W-E-S-O. You can also email me, drop me a voice note there, drop me a little like snippet of what you're going through and what you want to talk about that I can use on this platform at I'm trying Linda at gmail.com. That's I'm trying L-Y-N-D-A one word at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on all the social media and find me next week on all the platforms in which you're listening to me now. Have a good one. Keep trying <laughs> and don't apologize unless you need to. Don't confuse yourself. Say sorry, but not sorry, but like sometimes sorry. Are we together? <laughs> Have a good one.